welcome back to uh, Victory Corner Podcast. God bless you for staying connected. It is well with you. I remain your your host on this platform, Pastor Ndubishi. Uh, I would like us to look at the, the provision for the day as we continue on this series, Day 6, on uh, my 12 days in Christmas. Okay, so we're going to take a reading from Isaiah chapter 7. We're going to read from verse 1 to 14. When Anahaz, has son of Jotham and grandson of Uzziah, was the king of Judah, king raising of Syria, and Pekah, son of Ramaliah, the king of Israel, set out to attack Jerusalem. However, they were unable to carry out their plan. The news had come to the royal court of Judah. Syria is allied with Israel against us. So the hearts of the king and his people trembled with fear, like trees shaking in a storm. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Take your son, Shea Jashub, and go out to meet King Ahaz. You will find him at the end of the aqueduct that feeds water into the upper pool, near the road leading to the field where clothes is washed. Tell him to stop worrying. Tell him he doesn't need to fear the fierce anger of those who burned out embers. King Rezin of Syria and Pekah, son of Remaliah. Yes, the kings of Syria and Israel are plotting against him, saying, We will attack Judah and capture it for ourselves. Then we will install the son of Tabil as Judah's king. But this is what the sovereign Lord says. This invasion will never happen. It will never take place. For Syria is no stronger than its capital, Damascus, and Damascus is no stronger than its king, Rezin. As for Israel, within 65 years, it will be crushed and completely destroyed. Israel is no stronger than its capital, Samaria, and Samaria is no stronger than its king, Pekah, son of Remaliah. Unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. Later, the Lord sent his message to King Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign of confirmation. Ahaz, make it as difficult as you want, as high as heaven, or as deep as the place of the dead. But the king refused. He said, no, I will not test the Lord like that. Then Isaiah said, listen well, you royal family of David, isn't it enough to exhaust human patience? must you exhaust the patience of my God as well. All right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him a man, which means God is with us. By the time this child is old enough to choose what is right and reject what is wrong, he will be eating yogurt and honey. For before the child is that old, the lands of the two kings you fear so much will both be deserted. Then the Lord will bring things on you, your nation, and your family, unlike anything since Israel broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria upon you. In that day the Lord will whistle for the army of southern Egypt and for the army of Syria. They will swarm around you like flies and bees. They will come in vast hordes and settle in the fertile areas and also in desolate cities, caves, and thorny places. In that day, the Lord will hire a razor from beyond the rivers Euphrates, the king of Assyria, and use it to shave off everything, your land, your crops, and your people. 
In that day, a farmer will be fortunate to have a cow and two sheep of goat left. Nevertheless, there will be enough milk for everyone because so few people will be left in the land. They will eat their fuel of yogurt and honey. In that day, the lush vineyards, now worth 1,000 pieces of silver, will become patches of briars and thorn. The entire land will become a ground overrun by wildlife. No one will go to the fertile hillsides where the gardens once grew, for briars and thorns will cover them, cattle, sheep, and goats will graze them. As usual, Israel had sinned against God. As usual, praise God, Israel had sinned against God, and the message came through the prophet desire to King Ahaz. Not a bad message anyway, because King Ahaz was still okay in the presence of God. Alright? He was still fine, alright? was still pleasing God in one way or the other, just like his great-grandparents. Alright? So, so when the news came to the real court of Judah, that Syria is allied with Israel against us. So the hearts of the king and his people trembled with fear, like trees shaking in the storm. You must understand that then there were two kingdoms, Judah and Israel. Alright, so the king of uh, the Ahaz, who was the son of Jotam and grandson of Uzziah, was the king of Judah. Alright, so the message had come to him. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Take your son and go to meet Ahaz. You will find him at the end of the aqueduct that feeds water into the upper pool near the road leading to the field where the clothes wash. Tell him to stop worrying, Bashadali Brikadush. Tell him, Bashadaliya, that he doesn't need to fear the fierce anger of those who burned out embers, King Rezin of Syria and Pekah son of Remaliah. Yes, the kings of Syria and Israel are plotting against him, saying, We will attack Judah and capture it for ourselves. Then we will install the son of Tabir as Judah's king. But this is what the sovereign Lord says. This invasion will never happen. Amen. It will never take place. And I am decreeing it over somebody's life. The planned invasion by the enemies of the progress by Satan and his hordes of demons. It will not take place in the name of Jesus. For Syria is no stronger than its capital. Now God, God is making a decree on your enemies that they are not even stronger, all right, than, than their main, that their main, that their main headquarters or whatever it is, or covenant they have, they have, they have fashioned against you. He said Damascus and Damas, uh, that's Damascus, and Damascus is no stronger than its king, Rezin. You see that they will come, but then they, even though they are not as strong as their master Satan, all right, they still will not succeed. As for Israel, within 65 years, it will be crushed and completely destroyed. Israel was the enemy of Judah in, in this time of this prophecy. So God has decreed over Israel that within 65 years, it will be crushed and completely destroyed. This is the portion of someone agreeing to this prayer in the name of Jesus for the coming of Christ brings salvation and deliverance for you. Emmanuel means God is with us. That's why he said in verse 14, Alright then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Because he asked him to choose a sign. What sign does he want? To know that God is with him. When Ahaz replied and said, I, I can't give you a sign. I don't want to test my God. Alright, Isaiah replied him, okay, don't worry then, don't worry. I'm going to give you a sign, says the Lord. Alright then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and you will call him Emmanuel. And we will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. For when God is with you, there is restoration. When God is with you, there is 
there is promotion, there is increase, there is deliverance, there is salvation. When God is with you, there is fruitfulness, there is breakthrough, there is immediate correction. When God is with you, there is freedom. For where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. For you shall see a sign. He said, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son. And you will call him Emmanuel. And we will call him Emmanuel because God is with you. And I decree this morning that the evidence of his presence in your life will manifest in the name of Jesus. The evidence of his presence in your life will manifest in the name of Jesus. The evidence of God's presence, breakthrough, favor, increase will manifest in the name of Jesus. It will manifest in your family, it will manifest in your ministry, in, in, in your business, in your relationship. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive his glory. May it be sufficient unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. It is well with you.